We don't condone any of the games that we're going to mention. These games are dangerous and might actually cause harm. Your soul is very important to us. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! All the way from We Don't Pay the Podcast. Oh yeah! Straight up from New York, Long Island! Yes, the ball shall drop here. Yeah, oh my god. Well, as far as this episode came out, the ball has dropped here. Yes. Gotta have a good ball drop. I mean, I never go to those things, and I never stay up to watch them because I get very tired. Of course not. If you go there, you're in the crowd, you can't move, there's no bathroom, you're standing there in the cold. And it, yeah, it's cold as shit in Manhattan. But my best friend has gone a couple of times. She's a wild bitch, but I love her. And um, I usually fall asleep by 10, 10, 30, 11 wow. the most. You're, you're so freaking fantastic. Listen, I'm old. <laughs> Girl, I at least go to a party. If not, I'm staying up and watching Twilight Zone. <laughs> and the Honeymooners. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm tired. Especially if, like, I've been drinking, then that's definitely, like, I've been now. Mm-hmm. So, as if you hear me slurring, it's because Screams has had a little bit too much to drink. I know. So, yeah. it is okay. I've been sitting here the whole time. I've been watching you. <laughs> I'm like, she wonder when she's going to stop. I'm not going to tell her to stop. She's grown, but I wonder when she's going to stop. Ah, actually, I have proclaimed already before we started recording that this is my last glass. Mm-hmm. And this is my last glass. I just took one sip. I'm about to take another one right now. Okay. Oh, give me a sec. But yes, New Year's, hello. You know, I only use it, of course, as many people do, as an excuse to drink and eat. Woo! Because you already know, when it changes, you're going to be like, I don't feel no different. No. Nope. I don't feel no Like, nope, New Year, same bullshit. New Year, new me. <laughs> new Year, same bullshit, does uh, it? Well, actually, do you have any resolutions? No. Really? Really. Mm. I actually thought about it because I was like, okay, New Year. I am a recent graduate, so 2020 will be the year that I will put myself out there, hopefully get a studio job and work into the field that I want to. No more restaurant jobs. I'm tired of that shit. This girl speaking into existence. Yes, exactly. Putting it out there, putting good vibes, good vibes, good vibes out there. I want a small studio job. I don't care if it's small. I don't care if it's just for a small company. I want to get some experience. That's what I want. 2020 is the year of gaining experience. She don't care if it's small. She don't care if it's big. Just the motion in the ocean. That's all. Exactly. As long as it's like a toe in the ocean of my career. <laughs> I want to put my, like, you know, dip my toe into the water of yes. what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yes, girl, dip and that toe. will be 2020! Yes, girl, dip that toe. And plus... Everybody that I know, I'm sorry, but you're all going to be called old sport from now. We are in the 20s. The roaring 20s. Wow. Everybody's going to be called old sport. I'm done. I'm so sick of you. And how are you, old sport? I'm good. I'm almost done with my wine. <laughs> and my living. I'm just sitting here, living. It's going to be Gatsby year. Big old Gatsby year. Oh, no wonder you wanted a foo-foo-ass birthday. Yeah, actually. Okay, now it was not even going to be Fufu. She wants 20s. I want Gatsby. I want to die in a pool. I don't know if he died in a pool. Did he die in a pool? I didn't read it in the end. I know, but a lot of people back then died in pools. But yeah, 2020. Roaring 20s. All right, so everybody, you know, get your waves done. Get the red lipstick, the pearls. You know, get your little gangster suits. Little flap addresses. Yes. Little flappers. Little fedoras. Let's go. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, fighting revolutions, fighting the status quo, 
because a lot of the 20s did too. Women definitely fought against that. Ooh. The whole like appropriate attire. That's well, what we fuck- ain't got to worry about prohibition, so. Oh, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> I get to have my safe and moderated by the FDA alcohol that does not have any bacteria because it wasn't made in a bathtub. Exactly. I don't want none of that bathtub alcohol. I want to live. Yeah. To tell the tale. Actually, a little fun fact, because I bartended for three years. So, apparently, apparently. Apparently? Listen. Okay. Old fashions are originally made with, when you make them, you muddle, which is crush Mm -hmm. in bartending terms, orange and cherries, and Mm -hmm. then you make everything else. But that's not how you make an old fashioned. They only made it that way because during Prohibition, old fashions have bourbon or whiskey, your choice. So the only reason why you muddled uh, orange and a cherry is to get rid of that disgusting aftertaste that came with the whiskey or bourbon because, of course, they were made in fucking bathtubs. Mm-hmm. So how to make an old fashioned, an actual old fashioned, is with sugar or simple syrup instead of orange and cherries. The garnish is still orange and cherries, but you never muddle it in to make an actual old-fashioned. Because now we have sugar to use. Yeah. Nice. And, or simple syrup. And simple syrup is a half parts sugar, half part water. You boil it till it becomes like a nice little like liquidy syrup, and that's your simple syrup. And you can't take it from us. Yes, but that's a little fun fact of prohibition. No, If anybody makes it with an orange and cherry, that's not. that's the old way of making it. Not the actual way of making it. Well, since we're in the, you know, the new roaring 20s, let's, you know, maybe take it back a step. (laughs) And how about we step a little further into our topics for today? Yes, we have some special treats for everybody. Yes. And we're going to start with a Reddit. Woo! Take it away, sassy! This Reddit is credited to smoking underscore owl. Run when I say run. This is a true story that happened several years back when I was 13. This was a time when I was growing up in New York. We actually had a summer house on Cape Cod and spent every other weekend there if we could. Cape Cod is a peninsula off the east coast of Massachusetts. It becomes very busy, even crowded during the summer. But during the winter season, it becomes empty. The majority of houses in our area are owned as summer houses. So during winter, The houses are still there, but the people are not there. In contrast to New York, there are only street lamps on the single main road in this town. The main road goes from the town center to the beach. Aside from this road, all the others are dark and very black at night. Also, Cape Cod extends out into the Atlantic from the mainland, forming a bay, Cape Cod Bay. Not only can one watch the sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean, but can watch the sunset over Cape Cod Bay on any given clear day. Another effect of being surrounded by ocean is that there is a very little man-made light at night. The stars are so clear that the Milky Way is clearly visible spanning across the sky on clear nights. This story happened during the vacation period between Christmas and the New Year. The Christmas celebrations were finished. There was plenty of leftover turkey and pumpkin pie. We got a bit of cabin fever with all the Christmas food and family in one evening. My older sister, who is seven years older than I, 
20 at the time, came up with an idea to take a walk to the harbor, which was about a 20-minute walk from our house. The harbor can be fun because we walk out on the docks and walk among the boats. While I was a bit creeped out to walk around a deserted beach town on a cold winter night, I also thought it would be fun to get out of the house and maybe even exciting. We headed out. Across the street from our classic Cape Cod cottage is a field with a forest at the other end. At nighttime, I would also have a little fear that there could be a cycle watching from the tall grass. Perhaps he would have an ax. But while it kept my nerves wary, I knew it was my imagination. But still, icy wind blowing on tall grass is a perfect setting for some horrors. And to this, a moonless sky with a million sparkling stars and the Milky Way above. And the horror setting is a level Stephen King. We walked out to the main road, went a bit down the road, and then turned to walk down a side street that leads to the street that dips downhill toward the harbor. This side street runs along the backside of a long hotel. It's more like a two-level motel, painted light yellow that has a pool. It is well situated in town, so can be full of life during summer. On this December eve, the hotel was closed for the season, completely dark and several windows are covered with plywood for protection. My sister mentioned that a hotel that spans an entire block but is partially boarded reminds her of a horror movie. Like one of those slasher films where the characters make all the wrong decisions and walks into the worst of dark places just to find their worst nightmare come true. At the end of the street with the hotel, we continue to the left, which is a long road downhill through the woods to the harbor. This isn't a pure forest because there are houses set back from the road with an occasional driveway. Many of the driveways have reflectors on a rock, a fence, or just standing on a metal stick. These reflectors reflect back the headlights from cars. I mention this because we could not see any of them or anything. It was pitch black in the wooded area and the road seemed to continue into the black. Come to think of it, we had not seen a single car or a single person or a single sign of life since we left our house. My nerves were on edge. I was only 13 at the time and although my nerves were screaming, I tried to stay calm because I wanted to seem tough to my sister. The woods alongside the road were particularly nerve-wracking. The trees came right up to the asphalt on each side of the road. They provide many opportunities to hide someone or something. The houses beyond the woods were dark because rarely did vacationers come here in winter. I started to notice that my sister was also starting to lose her nerves, and that's when I felt it. I felt a flush of energy move up the back of my neck. It makes it feel like the hairs are sticking out on end. This is a feeling I get when I'm being watched. It's hard to describe this feeling, but I still get it today. Sometimes when someone is looking at me from behind. It's either some kind of sixth sense, or it's my imagination working with some intuition. We were now midway into the wooded area, down the hill towards the harbor. I was starting to lose my shit and was just about to stop pretending not to be freaked out and tell my sister, let's go back, when she suggested it. She said, it is late 
Maybe we don't have to go all the way to the harbor? I reply back, Ja. Plus, it's kind of creepy and dark down there. The back of my neck was shivering, and I felt my body shudder as it wrestled between acting relaxed and flipping the switch to fight or flight mode. My sister replied, Ja. Very creepy, come on. Let's go back to the house. We can see the harbor tomorrow. We turned around and she grabbed my hand and we started walking fast back up the hill. I remember that she held my hand so tight it hurt. My sister never holds my hand. I can't think of another time she did this. And this is where the story takes a deep dive down the rabbit hole. As we got towards the end of the wooded area, my sister screamed out, I've got a knife and I'm not afraid to use it. And she did not lose any rhythm of her fast walk while saying this. We crossed the street now and headed onto the street with the backside of the closed two-level motel. My sister continues speed walking and looks back. She let out a little panic noise and looked back again. She then commanded me, don't look back. I was utterly freaking out at this point. Aside from the eerie vibe of the dark empty street and my own inner panic, I had not actually seen anything out of the ordinary, with the exception of my sister's completely insane behavior. Then she said, when I say run, you run, okay? Okay. We were almost at the main road, a block from our street, and then she said, run. We booked it. She let go of my hand and we both broke into the best sprint we could do. I could hear footsteps banging the asphalt and could also hear several other steps banging in the distance. We cut around the grass area to a shortcut towards our street and ran through the front yards of our neighbor's house to make a beeline for the front door of our house. We made it. We both ran in and locked the storm door, which was mostly glass. I was panicking, but not sure if there was anything or if we were just going crazy. It was a strange transition from outside, which was terrifying, to the inside lit house, which seemed safe. I was questioning what happened in my mind. I can sense that my sister was also questioning herself whether there even was a threat or if we both just lost our minds out there. I asked my sister what she saw, and she said there was a man that was standing at the edge of one of the driveways. We walked right by him on the way back. She said that when we were behind the hotel, he crossed the street and was following us. She said he was looking right at us and although we were walking very fast, he was gaining on us. She explained that it doesn't make sense that a man would be standing out there in the dark air wooded area. In that dark wooded area. Honestly, I really don't understand what happened that night. I am not sure how much of what my sister said is true or if she was seeing things or not. One thing for sure, I realized that I prefer walking to that harbor during the daylight. Oh, okay. Fuck that shit at night. At night, though? New Year's? Uh-uh, people too crazy. See, when somebody's like, hey, um, it's 7 p.m. and we're going to take a walk, I'm like, ah, by yourself, right? Because fuck you. I can understand that in our area. Their area it sounds relatively safe. I, so I can't really blame them for that. If it seems safe, you're going to feel really comfortable walking around at any time. Nah, fuck that. I, I don't care if I am in what's labeled the most safest place on earth. My paranoia be like, it's too dark, let's not do this. It's too dark. Like, dark time, let's not meet. <laughs> dark time, no, no. Dark time, no, no. But I'm glad you guys are safe, you and your sis. 
Yo, that sis is braver than me, and I'm 24. Your sis is fucking bomb. She's like, yo, when I say run, you run. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's about to get real. It really is. About to pump up my sneakers and we out. Mm-hmm. She grabbed your hand like, uh-uh. We ain't going out like this. I Not like that. <laughs> Not like this. So, I'm sorry I had a bad news experience. I hope the rest were okay. I would never step foot in that area ever again. Yeah, just stay inside, get drunk. Oh, like we are. And go to bed. That's it. Oh, my God. I want to go to bed so bad. Nope, not yet, bitch. Not yet. I know. <laughs> now, you got something for me, Screamsy? Of course I do. Let me have it. So, I have a ritual. It's pretty short because there wasn't a lot. A lot of the websites said the same thing. So, I was like, okay. So, I'm guessing it's all true because every website I went through said the same thing. This is the burning of the scarecrows. I like scarecrows. I like scarecrows too. Except for the one from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Harold, because he will get you. I like that one too. That one. A great story. Definitely do not want that to happen to me. So the title is pretty self explanatory and it takes place in Ecuador. Ooh. Yep. The Ecuadorian practice symbolizes saying adios to los años viejo and Mm -hmm. i'm sure that does not need enough translation but just in case it is goodbye to the old year okay and cleansing the bad from the previous 12 months before the new year commences nice a lot of spanish culture every time the new year it's a it's a lot about cleansing it's a lot about cleansing makes sense it's a new year you want a new house with no old spirits yeah 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 so the tradition entails creating large and over-the-top scarecrows that will be set on fire in the streets at midnight. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. The construction of these dolls is a popular family activity and includes filling old clothes with sawdust newspapers until an eerily human-like body shape is formed. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun activity for the whole family. It sure is. Let's, hey, kids, let's come make this person. <laughs> make a person. At the strike of midnight, people around the world will bring their, which is, this is another word for it, figures, of political, pop culture figures, and other icons of the year to torch into the street. So we burn famous people? So you burn, yeah, you, of that year, of anything significant they did of that year. Interesting. Yes. So yeah. some are modeled in the shapes of friends and families burnt to induce luck and prosperity into the new year. I have to say, I don't know how I feel about that part. Mm, like, imagine if I made a giant scarecrow out of you and just burned you in the middle of Exactly. I'd be like, I don't know what you're saying with this. I don't know how to feel about this. So I'm, like, mm, I'm about to watch you. Mm. So we do have a fun fact. Apparently, you can gain extra credit by jumping the flames 12 times for each month, although that obviously comes with a risk. Uh, yeah. Yep. I meant to say credit like this is school. Ah! Yeah, did say credit like extra credit. Like, sure, what, that means extra luck in the new year? I say, I barely did extra credit work in school now. You want me to jump over fire for work? I mean, people have done it before. The tradition of the scarecrow burnings is set to go back to an 1895 yellow fever epidemic that hit Guayaquil especially hard. So there's a special area in Ecuador that got hit really hard with yellow fever. Okay. So that wine is really kicking in. I know. And what did the scarecrow do for that? So the year that year, people were packed in coffins with the clothes of the dead and were set in flames as both a symbol and purification rite. So that's where they got the idea from. Okay. 
Did it work? Yeah, now things are more lighthearted and fun, and you can see Efigas in forms of X-Men's Gambit, Futurama's Bender, not to only help clear the bad vibes of the year, it does look like a cathartic way to end the year. Okay, so I guess they know better than to make one of Beyonce. <laughs> well, I don't think she's done anything, like, you know, problematic so far. Oh, they only the- do problematic people? Well, actually, it is said, I didn't write this in my notes, but a lot of people in one year did a, a lot of scarecrows of Donald Trump. I was about to say, like, yeah. I, he has to be there. Yeah, there, a, a lot. One year, it was full of a lot of Donald Trumps, and they feel like, well, Bender is very, like, you know, bad um, taboos. Like, he always drinks and he womanizes a little bit, so they try to, like, maybe get rid of that or bring humor and... Uh, it really depends on the context of what you want them to bring. So it's either get rid of bad habits and womanizing ideologies, or you bring in good humor and laughter into the new year. At least we know what um, Donald Trump wanted to symbolize. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, a lot of Ecuadorian politicians that might have fucked up that year, so oh. that definitely would have included them as well. I see. Yeah. Another fun feature of the New Year celebrations are the viudas, the widows. They are widows because their husbands are the ones being burned that evening. Not exactly them, per se, but I'm about like, to say, like wait scarecrows a in the form of them. Why? Actually, it's a fun twist. Okay. So. Uh, something that they got mad about, like, I wish I could do this to you. Actually, just wait. It's going to be fun. Okay, okay, give it to me. Okay, okay, okay. They are widows because their husbands are the ones being burned that evening. But the truth is that a bunch of men... Dressed as women to beg for beer money, and they are known as La Viudas. So, hold up, hold up, hold up. These women, who are the widows, are actually men dressed as women. Okay, and they're begging for beer money. They're begging for money on the streets. And people give them money. Yes, actually. Uh, Okay. I would keep reading. Kids also participate in this and will dress up and beg for candy. Well, that makes sense, because kids beg for everything. Yeah. They can have a piece. So they're supposed to represent La Viudas of, like, husbands that are being burned. Because, like, again, you could burn family members and friends to help prosper into the new year. Again, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of controversy to that, obviously, for, like, the trans community. They feel like they're being, like, you know, taunted instead of respected. What? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the They're not. It's part of the tradition. Yeah. Uh, But it it did bring a lot of controversy to that, though. Why? Because these men dress up as women? Yeah, instead of like, it's like, um, not in respect, it's to like ask for beer money. Okay. But that's like a whole different thing that that it was mentioned though. Okay, I would need someone to explain it to me then. Yeah, I got you. But anyway, so, uh, the viudas are very insistent and will block the streets and dance in front of cars until someone pays their toll. So, a lot of people suggest not to take cars to events like this Uh because they will be blocking the streets. Of course. Uh, They start first thing in the morning of the New Year's Eve and continuing throughout the day. So, this is like a whole day event. Wow. They must take off work for this. Yeah. Someone reported that their male friend donned a tank top and short skirt for three hours and made a little less than $200. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yes. A little less than 200 Yeah, a little less than $200. All for wearing a tank top and a short skirt. Now, why is it the men that dress up as women? That was not specified as much as I've been, like, like I said, every website that I've been on said the same thing and, and mentioned the view thus, but they never explained why they came to be. That's the part I would need to understand as to why 
is really offensive. It's not offensive, but like it's like a controversy. You know, like, that's what because yeah. they're offended. Yes. So I would need to know like why are they dressing up as women just to beg for beer money? You could do that on your own. Yeah, exactly. I will try and look deeper into it. Like every website I went on, just like just said that this was part of it, but they never specified why they did it. They're supposed to represent widows, but it. I was very. I went on like five, six different websites, and they all just mentioned what they did during the New Year's um, ritual, but not why they did it. Like I'm about to say, 98% of widows would not be dancing in the street begging for money. No, they'd be still pretty sad that they lost their husbands, that they loved them that much. Yeah, because they set them on fire. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Depends. Yeah. I got to give a good reason. Hmm. But that is our ritual of burning out the scarecrows. Okay. So whoever you didn't like this year, just turn them into a scarecrow and just burn them at midnight. And claim that it's for good luck and prosperity. <laughs> if I had to come and say, hey, cuz, this is for good luck, and it's set it on fire and just look at me like, bitch, I know you lying. I would definitely get suspicious because if you're burning a thing that looks like me, then I would automatically think that you fucking hate me. Exactly. Like, mm, now I can't even take anything you make to eat. I can't take any drinks from you. You trying to poison me. Facts. I don't know what you want from me. I'm broke and I have really nothing to gain. You want me to die? Yeah. But that is something to look forward into the new year in Ecuador. All right, Ecuador. Just blazing it up. I see it's okay. <laughs> Just, you know, be careful. You know, some family members might take it the wrong way. And you end up in a fight. <laughs> well, I mean, in Ecuador, I imagine it'd be like an honor. Especially if you tell them, oh, it's because I want you to bring good luck into my family. Because you had a good year. Or yeah, but you like always that. know there's some teenagers that are moody as hell. Be like, nah, I just want to watch oh, the world burn. Oh, especially like an ex-boyfriend or something. Or ex-partner. I just yeah. want to watch the world burn. Facts. Moody as hell. You know they got emos all over the world. Oh, fuck yeah. There's got to be plenty of emo kids in Ecuador just ready to set it on fire. <laughs> because, you know, anarchy. Anarchy. I'm not a conformist. Oh, my fucking God. I'm my own rhythm. <laughs> but let's move on to our next Reddit. Woo! This Reddit is credited to Young Clegg, the birthday whistler. Ew. Don't you worry. Uh, just the title. Maybe just... you should, but yeah. yeah, I think you should actually. Worry. It was New Year's Eve, my birthday. And myself and two of my friends were out the front of my house listening to music on my iPod. We were about 12 at the time, and there was no one else around, and it was probably 10, 10.30 at night, and we were waiting for the illegal fireworks to light up down the street. It happened every year at this time. It probably sounds a little weird. 12-year-old kids by themselves at 10.30 p.m. listening to Katy Perry in the middle of the street. But it wasn't too unusual. See, my neighborhood is very close. We know all of our neighbors really well, so our parents, who were in the house, and ourselves weren't at all concerned. We were listening to Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Yes, it was that time of the decade, and we were jamming along to it when we began to hear a whistle. Now, first off, it sounded like it was part of the song, so initially everyone ignored it. But that was until it started to distort and go out of rhythm to the music playing. It didn't seem to be in tune with the song, and it was eerily out of pitch. I don't know why, 
Maybe to hear it better, but my friend decided to pause the music. Maybe it was just in the song, or maybe the phone was glitching. As soon as the music stopped, the whistling continued, pitchy and slow. We were a little bit spooked. It was dark outside other than the few street lights on the road. We couldn't really see much or make much out of the darkness other than the strange whistling. We were able to pinpoint the direction it was coming from soon enough. We turned towards it and froze. About 10 meters from where we stood, just on the edge of the street lamp's light, was a man. He looked quite disheveled, most likely homeless. And he was just standing there, looking at us, whistling that godforsaken pitchy whistle. We were all frozen for a while as I guess we were caught off guard until my fight or flight kicked in. I yelled at my friends to get inside and they began to scream and run up the driveway. I pushed and shoved them forward, terrified because I don't know whether they could hear what I was hearing. But the whistling had finally stopped, but something else was drowning out the silence. Heavy setted footsteps. He was chasing after us. I screamed bloody murder at them, opening the front door and shoving them inside, not caring if I hurt them. I turned and slammed the deadbolt just as he reached the screen door. I watched as his figure came into view. He was dirty, wearing soiled, long-sleeved clothes, had an unkempt beard, and wore a torn beanie. As I closed the door, he stopped just ahead of the screen, looked me dead in the eye, and murmured something that still makes my skin crawl. Damn it. One of my friends consoled the other, who was now in tears as I watched him through the peephole. He lingered for a second more, then disappeared into the blackness. I remembered my friends grabbing me, asking if I was okay, and then pointing down at my hands. I was shaking like a leaf. We never told our parents. This was over 10 years ago, and it still gives me the heebie-jeebies to think what would have happened if we hadn't noticed the out-of-place whistling. Disheveled old whistler, let's not meet. Oh, God. Why everybody gotta fuck up New Year's? Facts. And to make it worse, homeboy messed up her birthday. Oh, no. That was her freaking birthday, bruh. Creepy ass. Oh, girl, I'm glad you and your friends got out of the way. Got to be out. honest, I don't care if I fucking hurt you for you to get inside and to be safe. I will fucking break a bone if I if it means that you will be inside safe. Like, look, if I run and drop kick you into the house, just know it was out of love. Exactly. Like, yo, and I'm, look, I'm proud of them because they listen to you. Like, yo, this is weird. Hold on, let's stop the music. And then look over. She was like, uh-uh, run. I was run. like, yes, girl, yes. You don't have to tell me twice. My fight or flight be like, run, I bet, let's go. <laughs> and then make it worse, he was like, damn it. Like, oh, Oh, sh- my God, it's gross. Oh, girl, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I hope somebody caught his ass. I hope the police caught his ass at some point for some other crime or whatever. I hope he's locked up. Uh-huh. So sorry if you ruined your new year, but, you know. No, forget that. These are warnings. Yeah, they are. To be cautious and be careful. No, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, look, be a little bit afraid. It's okay to be a little cautious. Yeah. You know, be safe if you're going to go out partying. You know, make sure you grab an Uber. Even or, if you're just outside your own house. Yes. Or just, you know, if you find a friend that hasn't drank all night or a friend that's like, hey, hit me up if you want me to pick you up. 
take advantage of that. Yeah, and I'm sorry this happened on your birthday, baby girl. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I hope the memory dissipates or some new happy memories took over of that. You know, we always need something to, like, you know, cover that up. Not to completely dismiss it. Yeah. But just to cover it a little bit to make it less painful with, like, happy parents, yep. happy friends, a great birthday where everybody loved you and you got great gifts. Yes. We all wish nothing like that would happen on their birthday. Hell no. But, again, we say this week thank you to Screams for your research. And we thank our two Reddit authors. Woo! Thank you for allowing us to share part of your lives. Yes, and Happy New Year. Hope everybody has a great resolution. If not, then, you know, this is a great another year to stay alive. Yes, a fresh start this year. I'm so proud of everybody to making it this year. Making it to 2020. I'm so proud of you, and we love you so much. Yes, imagine what 2030 is going to be. Oh, my Jesus Christ. I know, I skipped a decade. It's okay. I might have kids. Me too. Shit. Oh my god. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can we say. Play podcasts That's all you can say. Little tykes. That's all you can say. Woo! That's it. Because we don't, I don't know what else is coming. No. Nope. Don't want to think about it. Nope. Good. So far, let's just deal with 2021. This better not be a bullshit year. Oh my god, I hope not. It better not. I hope not. I mean, yo, come on. Don't be like 2017. That was a bitch. Oh, we need 2016. That was a good year. Yeah, nothing. 2016 summer. Summer 16! Oh, that that's a good one! Oh, that summer was a whole bop. Yo, a whole bop that summer. So, yeah, let's hope that this whole year is the summer of 2016 on repeat. Well, Screams is super tired. I am drunk and we're gonna pass out. Good night, everybody. Hope you guys do the same. Pass out in your homes or in a safe place. If a friend has requested that you stay over their place instead of driving, take advantage. Yes, and Happy New Year's, Darkly. Have a great Happy New Year!